Hello and welcome to On The Rocks with Neil and Tom. This is season two, or series two, episode seven, I think. And Tom's taking the lead today. What are we talking about, Tom? Well, I thought, having read the book, The Heart of Buddha's Teaching by Thich Nhat Hanh, something that really grabbed my attention was the idea of the four nutriments. Now, nutriments, nutrients, nutrients okay. so sort of got um, an interesting idea. And he talks about four of them. Talks about um, first one being edible food, second one being about sense impressions, uh, third one which was about um, sense of volition or intention, and then lastly he talked about um, nutriment of consciousness. Right. So, what is a nutriment? I think. Well, when we look when we look at it, so if we take each one in turn, maybe we can sort of come back to that in the end. Okay. See what okay. you think. So the first one was about edible. Uh, edible food and what we eat or drink can bring about mental or physical suffering so what i mean from eat a or drink okay, can bring so, about mental or physical suffering. so if we, if we take a in its most literal sense so i mean we've spoken a lot about this already but both are vegan neil's been vegan since i don't know 1910 <laughs> and uh, i've been for i don't know if, Four or five years, yeah, I guess, something like that. Yeah, yeah. so ten so, odd years in four or five years. Yeah. Or... So I mean, if you take it at that point, I mean, I mean, we've talked about this before, but why did you why did you choose to go that way, and what impact has it had on your health and other aspects of your life? So, f- mine was very much after speaking to a close friend of both of ours, who's had done some research into prostate cancer and various other things, and realizing that possibly one of the best ways to avoid some of these cancers was to cut out animal proteins so he sort of convinced me of the uh, and I read for myself uh, obviously the China study book and various others and it's just convinced me it was a way to go and physically I feel a lot lot better recovery times after exercise we said before mm. is just well minimal you know I don't really need a recovery time as such um so physically, I feel a hell of a lot better. Inflammation, pain in all my injuries seems less. And mm. uh, and I don't seem to... I'm 51 now. Um, and I don't feel like yeah. I'd imagine I should feel, uh, given how I felt 15 years ago with some of my injuries yeah. sort of thing. And I, I'd agree with all, all of that and support all of that side of the idea. So, you know, at its face value, the idea of making... You know, being being um, mindful about what we're eating from our own physical sense is is clearly you know, beneficial in so many ways, and we can see that. We can see that you know the, the dietary um, health crisis in in much of the Western world. But if you take it sort of a slightly deeper approach, and the, what we eat can actually have a, a a positive or negative impact upon the wider world. So what we choose to consume. Mm. Um, yeah, go on. and that's something that's only become apparent to me since being plant-based. Hmm. It's become more obvious um, from just reading more literature about the environmental impact of some of the meat products, hmm. um, the you know some of the practices involved in the cruelty to that does occur in some instances with hmm. farm animals and uh, in various parts of the world and. So I've become more aware of that, mm. which is sort of reinforced the view. So even though there's a lot of vegans who start off that way, looking at you know, animal welfare concerns, 
for me it's something that's come later but it's quite nice it's sort of opened my mind to it where i wouldn't have had perhaps that open mind before um yeah. so yeah so you can see the mental you know you've got a peace of mind that nothing's being harmed potentially mm. by what i'm eating but i, I agree with that and also that the, again I, I started from a health point of view and you can't help but begin to take an interest in other aspects so from an environmental point of view as well so what we eat it's not just the impact of obviously on animals but also on the world and the way in which the food is is um, prepared and obviously transporting around the world and so on so so having an awareness being again mindful of what you're eating it, you know it's important it, you know, this is sort of throwaway substances that you know some chocolate some sweets and you know and people just you know, don't, don't yeah. even think about the, the consequences of that for, so, for others what was the opening line you said uh, what we eat can blah 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 so what we can eat can bring about mental of or physical suffering in ourselves, in ourselves and in others. in others, and this and this is this is the thing. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I was I was listening to it, and as an aside, but I think it's important. I was listening to a, a podcast about um, slavery and a very first abolitionist, and he um, went about his his um, protests by encouraging people who ate sugar to think of the sugar containing the blood. And right. you know, of of the slaves, and that what you're eating is not just yeah. that thing. And I think that that having an awareness of other things, of the consequences of it, and the other side of it is not just the food, but also um, toxins, ad, um, alcohol, drugs, all these sort of things. So this is anything that's ingested <laughs> anything. Anything. in the body. Um, yeah. So edible. Um, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. no, I suppose it's, a, it's weird. I've always been. For most of my life, sort of very anti-smoking, or you mm. know, and because I knew the, the science was obvious that there was a danger to it, mm. and uh, for myself, but I think as, as I, the wider point as well with the alcohol, let's say it's, it's it is dangerous for yourself, but it has such a wider impact upon others around you. So family, um, we we know how much how many domestic problems are caused by alcohol mm. the society's problems as well you know high streets on a saturday night can be very violent places and very dangerous places and the impact upon the health system as well so that consumption of of, of anything having an awareness of it yeah perhaps yeah is um, worth considering at all. why why do we want how do you convince somebody to eat Healthily, for argument's sake, why? What's the end goal? What is how? What's the most convincing thing if you eat a healthy diet? Be that whatever you believe a healthy diet is. I think it depends upon the individual. To, to live forever? No, I, mean, I don't know. Like, no, I, I mean again, it means different things to different people, so, and it will mean different things to different people at different stages of their life. So for me, initially, I don't know, say shaving five, ten minutes off my uh, cycle to work time was quite an incentive and to feel good to do it again was an incentive but to somebody else who's had a you know a health scare or something a chance to see their children grow up or mm. you know or to feel better so that you can perform in your whatever it is that you want to perform in whether it's work in the you know as parents children whatever so i i think it's but I think also, for me, like if we talk about alcohol and food, mm. you do get 
the hangover, be it proper alcohol hangover mm. or some sort of sugar dip, rise and dip, you know, this all sort of insulin issue, you sort of get tired of feeling that eventually. Mm. So, yeah, the argument for me with alcohol in particular was I'm fed up of feeling like this every week, mm. every other week or whatever, and I just want to get out of that cycle. And, mm just not feeling ill because there's plenty of opportunities to feel ill as it is without uh, yeah. adding to it yourself. And I think you don't realise what sort of state it, it is you've got in until you're out of it, mm. especially with food. You don't realise what it's like to feel light and mm-hmm. you know able to do things until you do it. And if yeah. you're used to it, I mean, so many people are in a cycle of uh, pick themselves up with half a gallon of coffee in the morning to get themselves going and then mm-hmm. sugar rush halfway through the day just to keep going then and then this and then you know a, a downer of alcohol in yep. the evening just to mm-hmm. sort of settle themselves down you know it's become this cycle and until you mm-hmm. can step out of that then you realize that well i don't actually necessarily need any of those things to to get me going mm-hmm. or doing whatever yeah. you know, and then so. we, and as we've said before you know waking up on a saturday morning being able to go out and as for us just come out to see now just be able to just you know we have no hangover or no you know it, it is and it's not being smug it's it's <laughs> genuinely being i'm really grateful that i yeah. don't have that feeling because yeah. but at the time it was you know it, it was almost a joke so you know hey, you know oh, what a state of my hangover oh i feel so ill Oh, it must have been a really great evening last night. You must have been so ill. Can't remember any of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was great. It was great. And yeah, yeah, I think it's celebrating life. It's living life. Yeah, a lot of people do equate going out on the on the raz and having a few beers is them living life to the fullest. But yeah, um, fair enough. You got to find your own way. But um, yeah, for me, I soon realised that was a bit of a false uh, Mm. horizon. Yeah, I'm sure that's the right word. But, uh, right, so that's right. 10 minutes so in the first one. one. So we'll so move two. on to the second one. So the second one, uh, second kind of nutriment then, according to, well, it comes it's from Buddha's original sutras, but uh, as interpreted by Thich Nhat Hanh, was uh, that of sense impressions. Sense impressions. Yeah, so if you think of our, our um, sense organs, okay. obviously. So every day, every, well, every moment of every day, you are sensing things yeah, so you're probably so processing you're millions lots, yeah. trillions I don't know, it's, it's yeah. infinite i suppose the amount of uh, sensory input yeah. oh, not infinite in, yeah, it's definitely not, not. Haggle you as a mathematician that. not going to argue with that no. but you can see that every day there's something coming in so yeah. what you and most of that is unguarded most of that is you don't you're not aware of it so especially nowadays because if you go back to our grandparents great grandparents mm. they're they were probably just their sense impressions were their immediate surroundings of natural life. You know, what was going on? They might have had a wireless, perhaps. Mm-hmm. But but that was it, pretty Maybe. much. And the wind and the rain and the feel and the touch and the smell. And and now, you say it's infinite. It probably is a, a lot more now than it certainly was 60 years ago, wasn't it? I don't, I, I'm not sure that it's that different from 60 years ago, but, I mean, in terms of... You know, you can be, you know, 60, 70 years ago, I mean, not to go straight to to the obvious one, is that, you know, people were being told things and yeah. believed things okay, that yeah. they weren't necessarily... But, but it wasn't yeah. the amount. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. like, if we talk of social media, mm. where you're flicking through 
a thousand things in a minute or whatever people, yeah. the average person yeah. does. You know, they're getting all these different stories yeah. and then all these conflicting views or mm. possibly not conflicting views. So anyway, yeah. sorry, go on. Yeah, no, no. So, I mean, when you take these 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 sense objects, so things that you see, so, so the one interesting point that that was looking at is what, you know, what are you, I don't know, let's take... For me, as being a you know, middle-aged man, my main you know, the television is is still a is still a a source of a source of I don't know entertainment. Call it what you like. So I sit and watch it, and you know is is what I'm watching necessarily um, nu uh, nutritious in, in for my mind? Is it? Am I just watching yeah. crap, trash? You know, am uh, I watching, yeah. or is it something which is feeding prejudices? Or uh, you know? I may may. I ha obviously, I am aware of these four nutriments because uh, I've read the book uh, a couple of years ago. But um, this is the one which I struggle with is like mm -hmm. things I watch on television. And to me, it's sort of still, I need to feel that I can, I sort of fit in with society to some degree. Mm -hmm. And there is a commonality of, oh, have you seen this? Have you seen that? So suddenly you can really ostracize yourself from uh, workplace discussion or, mm. or anything. You know, popular culture if you sort of don't partake in oh yes i watch this i watch that um but saying that i have i find it harder to watch certain things or read certain things if you go to the average supermarket is that still a sense impression if i'm reading a book yeah yeah, yeah. um the average supermarket bookshelves are filled with murder mysteries mm. and i've really found that i just don't want to read many of them or any of them if i can because mm. i'm finding them I don't know, it's just not a pleasant thought, thinking of murder all the time, or who done this, or I don't mm. know. And the same with television. Yeah, and gossip, and, uh, you know, and you know that seems... A lot of the working... We, we seem to... Th society seems to enjoy sort of salacious gossip in the yes. newspapers, the tabloid headlines of this, that, and the other. And that's... And, and as you say, it's... it's one, on the one hand, I can see definitely it... I agree that what you watch consume so obviously you know going further looking at social media and and the constant scrolling of of instagram and mm. facebook and all the rest of it can often it's not it's not just that it's it's negative or harmful it's just that it's mindless in in a lot of the cases and and yeah and you, but you know it, it, but it and it it it, it and before you know it, half an hour has passed. Yeah. And what have you done? You've watched... Another, another take on God that, what. for me, is it can swing my mindset massively. Mm -hmm. I, I'm uh, A few years ago, I got into sort of dealing in shares. And you know, did it for quite a few years and was fairly successful uh, until I wasn't. <laughs> Same story. Um, but now if I see, you know, some, I know, FX foreign exchange sort of dealing company flash up on social media I'm suddenly back there or mm. I see a picture of Canary Wharf for argument's sake or, or some uh, mm. Wolf of Wall Street come. I'm suddenly like oh yeah I need to get back into that and then literally five seconds later I see a surfer on a wave or something mm. like well actually no I need to go surf and my mind I can see it flip flopping and to me that awareness is good because I'm aware of it. Before I wasn't, and it was causing a lot of strife. It's like, well, I need to be, I need to do this shit. I need to go. So I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to, and I was just going all over the place. My mind was like that. And at least now I'm learning to spot that. Mm. But does that mean you ostracise yourself from all of it? Because then, I mean, you might as well go and live in a cave. 
if you want to protect yourself from all of these vagrancies, or is it just the awareness, the spotting? Is that I think the... that's the point, is it's being aware of it. There's nothing wrong with any of those things, per se. But if the, the, the suggestion is, and, I'm, and I'm, pretty, I'm quite happy to accept that, is that it's, if you choose to go into those things, you choose to look at those things, and you can, you're doing it in a, in a purposeful way, no harm. I don't see any problem with that. But if you're drawn, you know, if you're just, if it's just taken towards that, and that is what, you know, you're suddenly without even any awareness, without any consciousness, you're, whatever the particular thing is, you're drawn. For me, um, on my Twitter, or what was used to be called Twitter, feed seems to be X. constantly yeah seems to be constantly a sort of political perspective mm. on something and i'm drawn towards that and to get i you know and i get that rage i get that you know i'm engaged by <laughs> yeah, it because you you I'm, said I'm well before you get yeah. caught up into all yeah. the comments yeah. not yeah, just yeah. the initial initial post you're then sort yeah. of like oh what is this person and i'm drawn to that and before i know it you know 10 20 minutes on pass and i oh, why am I, you know, what is what's wrong with it? You know, I yeah. take a political interest, I'm very keen on that. To I think, particularly yeah, aware. I'm not sure if you mentioned here. I had told me I've stopped listening to news when I first get up, yeah, and uh, that's something I still struggle with. I feel like I need to be informed about the world, mm. it does. News by teacher now is quite good. You have to be listening and. Not a good way to start the day. First thing when you get up, you're bombarded with uh, what's going on. Mm. So, uh, again, it's something I should try harder at. And I have stopped watching less television and being more a curator of what I watch, you know, yeah. not just seeking things. But, uh, well, that's kind of links. And in the actual original sutra, I mean, it uses pretty graphic, um, pretty graphic imagery, but he talks about there being. Imagining a cow. Is this that's the Buddha the, or the Buddha? Hand. The Buddha. Imagining a cow that skin has been so worn away that it eats, that it uh, insects get at its flesh, mm. and if it goes in the, if it's on the land, and if it's in the water, other um, yeah. animals get at its flesh because there's nothing there. And he re suggests po posting a sentinel, just and an our awareness, our mindfulness yeah. is that sentinel. We're, we're constantly as. Yeah. We are so open that's to everything. That that's is. it. That, and I thought that's that's quite but nice. But you also thing. need to know your own mind as to what does affect you. And that yeah. will only come from awareness. And, yeah. and I found just natural. I don't want to watch. I mean, mm. some of the more violent films, say John Wick, is an example, which mm. is just effectively killing for an hour and a yeah. half. And... I, I see, but I, I always think I don't, I don't have a major issue with things like adverts. I right, okay. have a real problem with adverts. You know, we, you know what you're getting with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you, you've watched that, yet, you know, yeah. but watching it, we really woke up at the moment and you're and halfway through an advert on <laughs> that and the other. And, it, and it, I get quite annoyed by it because, but I'm aware of that, so fair enough. I'm aware. But yeah. You know, if you're watching it, just, yes, I. I think I must get yeah. a new and actually nowadays your phone, phone or whatever. Yeah, bye bye. He said that. <laughs> I just buy a nice bath, so I I'm so bad at everybody. You need yeah. an ice bath, oh, not, you know, not just Funny. weird. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You need one. I mean, it's, it's made your life complete. So, uh, <laughs> I'm 100. Yeah. percent yeah. I'm tight to be ones so <laughs> investigating, perhaps being a whole back garden and just <laughs> little ritual. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's more natural. <laughs> uh, All right. 
I reckon it's time to go on to the third one. Third one. Uh, so, need... sorry, going back to the second one. So, it's also better than the more good nutrients. We talk, just talked about that. When well, that's the whole thing. Yeah, so, if you, means... if you were to watch hmm. YouTube clips of kittens all the time, or something, then that wouldn't be necessarily that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this is this is the point of it. If you're aware of these things, then, then judging good or bad, ones, skillful, unskillful, helpful, unhelpful. Anyway, that, this is all mm. relative terms. But let's, yeah. come, let's come back to that in, okay. in, in a minute. So the third one is that of uh, volition, intention, or will—the desire to obtain whatever it is that we want. So it's that desire. Can you read for that again something. in the first bit. So the third kind of nutriment is volition. Volition intention or will the desire in us to obtain whatever it is that we want so it's the grounding of, of all our actions what are we trying to achieve so uh, sometimes it's talking about the desire i must get revenge or i okay. must get i don't know um i don't know uh, the desire to give, win the approval of my father the desire to i'm going to be the best <laughs> exactly you're going to be the best uh, I don't know, I'm going to be the best surfer that there is, or whatever it happens you to are. be. For sure, best, I'm the best surfer in my... Yeah, uh, So, that idea of, of um, desire for something... So, how does that, if you're talking, like, we, we could have a wild guess of certain things, uh, the sense are not good, and eating mm. certain things is not particularly good for you. Mm -hmm. So, craving or wanting anything or well again it's like i quite want good well good health mm. is that a bad thing no 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 exactly but everything you know like um uh the acquisition of stuff so that you feel you've achieved can be right damaging of course it can be of course it can also inspire you think i mean of all the so great instance, inventors and so well, on i'm sure that i'm sure they had it so is there anything wrong with wanting a Rolex? No. But? If you're thinking that, that the acquisition of that Rolex is going to make you happy and content. Or superior and, to somebody who and, hasn't uh, got yeah, a Rolex. Yeah. Or it's just it an indicator of yeah. something. Yeah. If it's that to demonstrate that your position in the world, then it's it's never going to be that. You know, Either achieving great sporting success has been shown. Top mm. sportsmen have taught, you know spoken about the fact yeah. that it won't that they won World Cups and feel as empty as anything because you know that well, I thought that was going to bring great happiness and contentment and it doesn't always. So so it's about having a you know I, I don't know the answer to this. I was just interested to see what you think about it. But. I think it's the most difficult. Well, I don't mm. know. I can't remember the fourth at the moment, but it seems the most difficult one to get your head around because. The whole of society is based around, like we said, with advertising, on mm. making people want things or think they need things, or like ice baths, and um, you know, it, we need certain things in life: mm. food, shelter, warmth. Uh, but then we we confuse it with wants. You know, we want a new surfboard, even though I've got ten. <laughs> I still want a new surfboard because I feel that it will make a certain part of my life mm. better i'll be able to surf this type of wave better mm. if i have this uh, well it's probably nonsense it won't but then like you say pinning everything i know i think i'll be happier when this mm. happens that's the problem yeah and it's, it's just 
placing misplacing happiness into this object mm. which causes all the, the suffering and issues i think you you had a good quote i think you didn't you say a little to, on the way this morning yeah so um if you get rid of wants it wasn't no, what was it i forgot it already chris evans on the radio show said it yesterday i can't remember where he got it from um if you get with oh, you should have prompted me we'll come back yeah, to that but it's something know. like if you get rid of what wants you will have it already what was it that was really badly phrased um if you don't want it, not wanting it is the same as having it. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So if you don't want it, you you effectively have got it. And what it's talking about is that craving mm. sort of thing has ceased, and that's what people show with when you get the thing you want. It's the craving that ceases, not the mm. actual acquisition of the object, which makes you happier. It's the fact that you're no longer craving. Mm. So if you stop that craving at the first point of impact, you're doing the same as though you've acquired mm. it, but you haven't. You know, and, it, and it's that it's the for me, it's the, the craving is that is that's the concern is the craving something because we think it's going to be that will be the answer. So I'm I don't know I'm I, I'm in work I'm organising various school trips which should be quite you know should be quite a fun time or the rest of it, but I'm craving the time when they're all finished and they're all done so that I don't have to worry about something that's going wrong with it, and then I'll be, I'll be happy then, yeah. I'll be content. And I know that won't, because there'll be something else. There'll always be something that's that's coming along, and that's the nature of suffering. Yeah. And I just think, you know, it, it, it's... It, this whole idea is... I don't I don't know the answer to this particular one. This is the challenging mm. one, though, yeah. Yeah, so number four. Number four, then, was looking at... Um, the fourth kind of nutriment is consciousness. Our consciousness is composed of all the seeds sown by our past actions and the past actions of our family and society. Every day our thoughts, words and actions flow into the sea of our consciousness and create our body, mind and world. We can nourish our consciousness by practicing certain ways. We can uh, feed our consciousness with, also with greed, hatred and ignorance, suspicious and pride. Our consciousness is eating all the time, day and night. And what we consume becomes a substance of our life. We have to be careful which nutriments we ingest. So that kind of connects up with the other ones. Yeah, the end bit does. Um, yeah. So consciousness. So being aware, aware of around there. But I suppose that kind of fits in with, with lots of the other ones. I'm struggling with this one. Consciousness. Read the first bit, don't we get No. The first kind of nutriment is consciousness. Consciousness is composed of all the seeds sown by our past actions and past actions of our family. Past actions. So, again, if you're a sort of, again, yeah, Tom label ourselves if we need to, a secular so we don't necessarily believe in rebirth, but in uh, rebirth minute to minute, second to second, but not in you know, a literal sort of life type thing. So, basically, karma talks about rebirth is connected, but they say your actions will dictate the future. We know we do. Something you do will have direct on effect in minutes, possibly days, possibly years. And the actions of your forefathers have affected you directly. And this is a piece of this. So talking about how do you, you can't think knowing how to act. But the point is be aware and conscious of those past influences on us. I think that, for me, that's what it's getting at. That we are, we are influenced by 
our boss by our parents, parents, genetics, whatever, whatever it happens to be, we are influenced by certain things. I mean, and consciousness is an awareness of that. As folks, at a certain age, at some point in your life, where you suddenly start realising, I've become a father for various <laughs> aspects of your life, and uh, not sure to say women, they suddenly realise they are their mothers. Um, but it is, it sort of can be, you can fight it a bit at first. Um, you just see the influence it does. Yeah, you, I came to realise in my particular case, my father's a great man, and I haven't got a problem with being mm. taken up. If, it's, if there is an issue in the family background, then yes, it, you can but spotting it and be aware of it and understand what you're mm. like. It, you're bound to be like it because you've been shaped. You know, it, I think that is the thing. It's, it's awareness. It's, and, it's not if you notice again that it's the good or bad. It's just noticing it mm. because once you notice it, once you you know you're aware of it, you can make a choice then ultimately, yeah. or you can so you know or not beat yourself up over yeah, it. Yeah. So this is this another argument for not getting blind drunk because you've got very little control over your consciousness, as yeah, it were. But, uh, yeah, or, that, in the short term, definitely. But I just think generally an awareness of. The influences on you, you know, yeah, you are your actions. What is the what is the quote? I am. What, what is the the mantra that that um, we use? Um, uh, I inherit the actions of body, speech, and mind. My actions will be my continuation. That's definitely mm. you know that that's what we're talking so, about. But also before that, we are influenced and being just to be aware of all of the things that influence us can give us the opportunity to make a choice about do we continue that? Do we mm. try to stop it? Or do we just be aware of it and forgive ourselves for it? Yeah. Yeah, because again, in, when you're in the zone, as it were, it's very difficult to know what is healthy or unhealthy. Mm. In these, and it's only years later you might discover which ones are which. Mm. So, so to summarise all these, mm -hmm. um, basically it's being aware of what is influencing you or what is affecting your body, your mood, your mind. And then, not necessarily judging them as good or bad, but just if you can be aware of, like food. I'm pretty aware of certain foods, the effect they have on me now, because mm. I, I tend to, well, I am mainly, I say vegan, but whole food, plant-based. So I, I very, very little unprocessed food, um, very little processed food or ultra-processed food. So when I do, I can definitely feel mm. a change, and that's an awareness. And the same with certain influences of adverts and films, books. I can feel the effect it has on my body, mm. which I wouldn't have done 15, 20 years ago. It had just been something I mould over. Yeah. And you don't think it's having the effect at the time, but you don't know in your deep consciousness mm. how that's shaping your mind, your reactions, your reactivity to other people. Mm your reactivity to life. So this awareness, you you can almost track, and therefore you see, right, this isn't doing my mind any good. This is not This is causing me to be upset, to, to have an argument mm. with my partner, or to do whatever. And you can intervene yeah. in your own life. And it isn't running away from anything. It's not trying to avoid conflict. 
it's just being aware because sometimes you know challenging situations are needed we have to deal with things it's not what we say it's not to repeat anything but being aware and i think this is what you said i don't need to repeat it. i yeah. think it makes sense yeah uh, just to give you a warning maybe transferring to cart uh, hosting provider or whatever the word is um, so maybe a break in search at some but it should all still be in your wherever you get your podcast on it should appear there. Uh, but yeah you'll be seamless nice one Hey, very much for listening. Appreciate it for the uh, two people who are subscribing or how many it is. Um, and that's probably me and you, to be honest. So, uh, <laughs> even for us, it, does, it is quite nice to come back to what we've said and self sort of. And if, if one or two people find benefit from it, then that's 100% worth it. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening.